Welcome to another episode of Same Page. We are your hosts, Sarah Semajest. And I'm Lenal Semajest. Today we have two special guests. I feel like I always say that, but it's so true. <laughs> we um, met with them actually for the first time last week, and we know each other through our um, real estate investing group. So we have Esther, uh, Esther Nicholas, uh, Esther Nicola, and uh, Matthew <laughs> Regan with us today. Um, we both live in Ottawa, just like we do. Um, so before we start and before we ask you to introduce yourselves a little bit, um, I'm just going to ask you just an like icebreaker question, okay? Okay, we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> no right or wrong answer. Race for impact, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you could have, for the rest of your life, always green lights, green traffic lights, or never have to stand in line again, what would you choose? Ooh. Ooh, never have to stand in line again or you know what now that I'm a parent I, I enjoy waiting in line once in a while because then I can just take a break and you know reflect and not think of anything or anybody else actually I remember and I love my kids to pieces, but I remember when that, you know, they were really, really little because they're 17 months apart. I was really excited to go for blood work um, because I would have a break, you know, <laughs> and I was like, I would just be all, all by myself. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get blood work. It's gonna be so like relaxing <laughs> and nice. And I was really disappointed that there was no lineups. And I, I had brought a book and I was like ready to wait. And, and I, I was think, like, that's it. I, I think I have the opposite. I think I would, if I, I think I'd go to, and sorry to not have the exact same yeah, response as you, but okay. I, I go for the, uh, I'm going to go for the red lights. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> the green yeah. lights. Sorry, the green lights. Red and green. Go for the green lights. I feel like. Over time, I, I got less and less patience. I <laughs> just want to get yeah. from point A to point B. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to have to side with you on this one, Matthew. I would, well, for now, you know, maybe after kids, maybe my, my uh, perspective will change and all of the uh, no lineups. But for now, no green, all green lights sounds wonderful yeah. to me. Mm -hmm. And I see, you see more and more people getting rear-ended. It must be, it must be the text messaging. <laughs> Right. I, wanna be, I don't want to stop the red lights anymore. Yeah. Like it, uh, no distractions, no red lights. Yeah. Exactly. What about you? Uh, for me, it'll probably be the all, all same thing. Probably the green lights. Yeah. Like I'm, uh, I'm, I tend to be a kind of an impatient driver to say the least. So if I can get all green lights, that'd be yeah. be wonderful. That'd be yeah. three against one. Yeah, no, I, I like that. Yeah. It's not a competition. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not so, a competition. Exactly. So how about how about you, you, you tell us a little bit about yourselves? So um won't go too too into detail, but yeah, I'm I'm for just outside of Halifax. I always tell people I'm from Halifax because not too many people know where Dartmouth Coal Harbor area yeah. is. And um so yeah, I grew up in uh in the Dartmouth Coal Harbor area and I uh, went to university there, did my undergrad in uh in Halifax, and then after that I wanted a, a different experience. So I moved to Quebec actually and uh, uh lived in Montreal for uh, almost eight years, seven, eight years. And, um, and then from there, we uh, moved to, uh, to Ottawa. I did my, my master's in, uh, in Montreal at McGill in, um, in social work, which is 
not uh, not the most common uh, degree you hear in the real estate community, but I, I did yeah. my degree in uh, my master's in uh, in social work, and I, I work as a social worker now at a, at a hospital here in Ottawa. And um, um, aside from that, as you as you know, we have two beautiful kids, uh, a dog, and we love our home here in Ottawa. Yeah, been here for seven years, uh, coming up eight years yeah, now, eight years. Yeah. and no regrets. Yeah. We love it here. That's yes. awesome, so, and. Uh, a lot of it is the same <laughs> because we lived in Montreal together for eight years, although we met in Halifax. Um, I'm from Saint Jerome in the Laurentians, so it's like 30-40 minutes north of Montreal. Um, did my undergrad in uh, teaching English as a second language, actually, and uh, at UCAM, University of Quebec, and then we did our masters together. I did mine education education and society, and that's it. After our masters, we were just ready for like a smaller city and we really liked Ottawa and we liked the outdoors and mm. and we had come you know a couple of times um, during the weekend and uh, we yeah. love getting a park and yeah so it just yeah, feels like it was to... the perfect fit for us like we're both not from Montreal I guess mm. you're uh, yeah 45 or so north and it was just kind of um I guess what's great about Ottawa it's kind of where it's the one size fits all for Canada. Like it doesn't matter what part of the country you're from or, or wherever or anywhere for that matter. Um, just kind of, you, you'll feel at home here, I guess. Yeah. And a lot of people are not from Ottawa too. And we just found a really, really good group of friends here yeah. and, and we enjoy it. Yeah. So. It's, the, it's got kind of the perfect uh, blend of outdoor activities and good restaurants. There's professional sports teams. It's clean. And it's by Bilingual city, like we, yeah. as you know, we speak French at, at home mainly, but um, and so we kind of get both languages here. So. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think we get a good background of where you guys from, and um, it seems like you guys have also lived in um, um, various cities. Yeah. Um, so I think sometimes that's advantages in the sense, like in the real estate world, because you can kind of compare um, cities, and you're, you're a little bit more familiar with their markets. Um, mm. And like the areas, specific areas, because obviously, you know, in every city, there's like a better yeah. areas and, you know, worse mm -hmm. areas where people may or may not mm. want to invest. So that's Absolutely. pretty cool that you For guys sure. sort of, you know, hopped around. Um, so yeah. I think in real estate, I think that's uh, that's really good. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to ask you what what led you to start um your real estate journey i know you started in 2015 if i'm not mistaken yeah mm -hmm. and um by the looks of it you guys have steadily been buying and yeah. holding um so tell us about how you came across this idea like why real estate investing yeah. well um, we we wanted to buy a house for ourselves yeah. we knew like we got married in 2014 and we knew we wanted a house and we knew we wanted kids so we just started looking around and um we actually made although it, at the time it was a buyer's market mm -hmm. um we very, very still, end of a buyer's market I yeah guess, we still made a couple of offers on like other homes that didn't really work out yeah. um because we were really set on like our price because yeah. we knew we wanted to um, transform the basement into a secondary dwelling so yeah. we yeah. we wanted the numbers to work and uh, and we got really lucky we found yeah. a, a great 1960s bungalow uh, yeah. in, a, in a great area that we like near the, the Ottawa hospital um and uh yeah we never yeah. I, I suppose we never really thought of um 
kind of getting to where we're at now where we're getting into multifamilies and, and getting a coach and like that yeah, was and so, so on. like it was more that uh, <laughs> it was more like we didn't have kids at the time and it just felt like the a natural thing to do we didn't need all that space i mean living in montreal for so many years just having small apartments being in a, a, a big bungalow we said like well we don't need that lower level let's transform it and rent it out and then a few years went by and basically from the forced appreciation and the market taking off um, when we uh, we were able to pull out some uh, some equity and it, uh, it <laughs> we almost had this feeling like is this legal yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? we, we almost <laughs> felt guilty like, like we, the, the, I remember the yeah. first check that yeah, we got yeah. from because for five years we had um, long-term tenants yeah. in the basement okay. and then we did one yeah. Airbnb year which we really liked yeah. but then we just because uh, mm. with the kids running around and the dog, yeah. it was we just too stressful, you know, to yeah. say, don't, uh, yeah. don't walk. And that. I mean, we say that like it was just kind of an easy thing to, to do, but I mean, there was a lot of hard work that went, like we, we really had to scrounge things together. I mean, we, you know, at one point I was working two jobs at my, my permanent job at one of the hospitals here and I was working part-time or on weekends in an emergency room at another hospital. I mean, we had our kids in um, part-time daycare because I did shift work and had them had them uh, under my care during um, during my uh, my days off. We uh, shared a car. We didn't take vacations. Like everything went into getting that lower level, um, uh, the the secondary dwelling. And uh, and then once it started rolling, obviously, like you know, we only really thought of it when we received our check at the beginning of every month, right? Because yeah. We almost just felt like we were in um, like a, a semi-detached where instead of sharing a wall, we were sharing the floor. Because <laughs> we lived yeah. in apartments yeah. for so many years, like it really yeah. didn't make any difference for yeah. us. We were used yeah. to small spaces anyway, yeah. and we never saw mm -hmm. our tenants yeah. because they had, you know, separate entrance and everything. Mm -hmm. and yeah. And then it's just easy, you know, so easy that we wanted to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, mm -hmm. and that's that's when that's we exactly decided happened, to, yeah. um, to get... Uh, a row house. The next one was a row house yeah. in Orleans. Yeah, freehold row house in in Orleans. Yeah, once we we pulled some of the equity and obviously had some savings from from renting out the uh, secondary dwelling, we were able to get a, a townhouse. And from there, we was great because then all of a sudden we didn't really need that lower level anymore. But we continued on. Like Esther said, we we did a bit of short term rental. And then from there, same thing, the market continued up, but, um, and we forced appreciation again, like we did some small rentals, like we swapped um, out the appliances for stainless steel, I did some flooring, backsplash, light fixtures, just basic stuff. And then- yeah. um, We always yeah. buy, um, you know, something with good bones, Yes. but that we can work on the cosmetic, you know? We mm. don't want to get into really crazy rehabs, not only for financial reasons, but also we're busy, like <laughs> working full time and everything. We just can't handle huge rentals. Yeah. Um, so we like, you know, things that, okay, th we know they're good, but they can have a facelift, mm -hmm. you know, use a facelift and, and we've, We've yeah. done it ourselves, and not the worked, basement. Yeah. We, we hired someone for the basement, yeah. but for the the um, two other houses, yeah. uh, Matthew did it himself, and and the kids come and help us. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, yeah and then so we got um, from there. We got another one in uh, in Armprior, and then after that we said like we kind of wanted to scale up to the to the next level, and we we said well, like we'll probably be okay if we just continued at it, but we'd probably be able to cut that time 
half if we yes. got some more education and got the right coach and so on. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to get into multis just because it made sense. Like if you have, you know, one tenant, you have one roof. If you go vacant, you're 100% vacant, right? Whereas yeah, if you're yeah. into a, a sixplex or a triplex or what have you, if you go vacant, the other tenants can kind of cover off your loss or they're all paying into the. So, anyways, it would just made sense. And now, where we are right now, we're getting close to uh, closing off on a um, on a triplex. We got another one under contract that's a sixplex. And then one that just yeah. came up was a 25 um, unit as a potential as a joint venture uh, asked uh, to potentially participate in a joint venture, but it's been a whole lot of learning. And <laughs> and it's good. We see that things are starting to open up and although it's a lot of work, we also really enjoy it. Um, mm. So no, it's just a great adventure, you know, and, and COVID is the perfect time <laughs> to do that. Yeah, it's really exactly. like, what else is there to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, now you guys said a lot right there. So yeah. uh, before we go, as far as where you guys are, uh, as far as going to, as far as the next level, I want to backtrack a little bit because you mentioned mm-hmm. that um, initially you guys didn't get, you guys didn't have any coaching, you guys didn't have a mentor, yeah. you guys weren't part of a, of a mastermind. So where did you get the idea of buying a bungalow and then um, adding the secondary unit? Like, uh, and then also you you mentioned that you ran some numbers. So where did where did that idea come from? Like, did you? That's a great question. Did you hear from someone, or did you come up with it yourself? Like, like I want yeah. to know your answer first, and then <laughs> there's a lot. Like, I don't know where the exact spot was, but there's been a ton of there's been a ton. Like, we watched a lot of TV, a lot of podcasts. Scott McGilvery <laughs> was uh, yeah. was yeah. Like we we saw that. Sh- what was the name of it? Income property. Income property. Saw I that just one. Love that but show. then but then like we. We had watched that for, I don't know if it was right, right before we bought, but anyways, we- For we, a couple of years and we were like, oh, if Scott can, and if all these <laughs> people can do it, you know, we can do it too. It seems like fun and yeah, easy, but, you know? <laughs> but yeah, there was that, but there was, uh, I think it just something that kept coming up. Like we we looked at, um, I mean, we read a lot of books on it and we listened to podcasts and there's just a lot of content out there, but it's something that just kept coming up that bungalows were great. Um, for putting in secondary dwellings. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of running the numbers, like we really got lucky because we didn't, I mean, right now, when we run our numbers now, like we take into account everything. Like we're, yes. we're looking at all the bills. We're, you know, doing cap. We got like lucky. We're, we're putting <laughs> in, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be on the conservative side and put, you know, higher interest rates and all kinds of other things. Like we really run our numbers right now. Back then, we would we would look at it and say, okay, like, what's okay. the mortgage payment? Yeah, that's lower than what the rent rates are. <laughs> I think we're good yeah. to go. It's how we need to know. But there's a lot more to it than that. And um, yeah, there's been a lot of learning along the way. Like we've had, you know, little things come up. Like we've had floods. The book that really, really uh, changed everything was Rich Dad Poor Dad. I know yeah. so many investors yeah. say yeah. that, but mm-hmm. that that was the book that really changed yeah. at least my mindset. I was like, whoa, it's possible. I remember there's a line that says, um, you don't have, you don't have to climb the corporate ladder, just own the ladder. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow. my mom, you know, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, never really thought of it. And I never had a, you know, entrepreneurial goals or anything. I was yeah. always like good at school and I really liked, you know, going to university and teaching and, and I'm still super passionate about my job. Um, so it was, never you know an option to yeah. do something else or like 
start a company or anything? Yeah. Um, like we, it's funny because this comes up a lot in the real estate community. A lot of people are saying like, well, I, I got into it because I, I, I want to quit my job or yeah. I want to leave my job. I don't like, I, don't, I wouldn't say we're part of that club. Like we, we like our job. Like I really, I, I, I love like I work for I have a great employer, a great team. Like it's a, it's a great place to be. Um, like we kind of got into it more, I guess initially because it helped pay our mortgage, but now we kind of, now with the kids, like we look at it more, more long-term. Like, like this is something we, yeah, we can, this is something we can leave to our, our kids. We're not into it to kind of get rich, like, or anything like that. We, it's, it's more that it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be something we can hand off to our kids and have them start off, uh, on the right foot and, and have flexibility in the future yeah. too you know yeah. if we decide to you know i don't know work part-time at some point if yeah. our, our kids are you know need us more. it's a great it's a great safety net maybe put it that way it's a great safety net like where we never until we started doing a lot of reading and talking to other investors like I always felt that, uh, you know, having a job is just the, the safest thing, right? A, a secure job with a good pension. All, and it, it is. It's, it's an excellent. And we're super grateful. Like, yeah. We're so grateful, but especially. it is one stream of income, right? And that is a vulnerable place to put yourself, right? Like if you have one stream of income, that, that can be a vulnerable place to be. Whereas if you own, a, a, a you know, several properties, that's several streams of income. And, and if you buy right, it's... It's very safe, right? Real estate, yeah. from what we know, it's very forgiving in the long run, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you do make mistakes up front, right? so say you you don't you, run your numbers, yeah, you don't say you don't <laughs> yeah. run your numbers properly, and you buy at uh, you know much higher price than you know way over market value, or yeah. if you yeah. didn't take into consideration that the roof is going to go within a few years, or the furnace, or the windows, or what have you, in the long run, those mistakes are they're forgiven <laughs> if you hold on long enough but um but anyways all that to say all that to say um um you know we're happy to to be in the position we are i think um you know we're optimistic about where real estate is taking us and uh yeah we should probably let them ask them. I, suppose we'll let you, I suppose we'll let you uh, <laughs> We talk for a living. Just wind us up and let us go. Yes, no, no, it's fine because then you answer all the questions. We don't have to ask them. You're doing your work. Perfect. <laughs> no, you said a lot of key points um, about like just the cash flow and having sort of it, it's um, not a safety net, but just a second, um, a secondary um, income stream. Income stream. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing, something yeah. very similar to you, um, Estelle, happened to me where I I needed to be away from work and it kind of like breaks your heart not to be able to uh, be with family because you have to work and, and, and uh, your time is dedicated to your work, right? Um, so that was also, um, although we were sort of already in the real estate market, but for us, it was almost a, um, a catalyst as well to um, mm-hmm. j- just increase your portfolio because mm-hmm. we just saw the power of um, buying yeah. back your time through these investments. Yeah. Now, um, in this partnership, because I see you guys are both into um, the business, is that correct? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Do you guys have roles? How do you guys manage that? Um, who's more maybe on, on the phone with realtors or, you know, finding deals or who runs the numbers? Um, have you guys defined those roles or do you guys just kind of like intertwine and go with the flow? I think it's a good question. Um, Excellent we, we, um, I think we're still in the phase where we're still figuring it out ourselves mm-hmm. and whoever has free time at that, <laughs> at that point, you know, that's the person who does it. I think naturally Matthew does a lot of the um, property management, um, you know, choosing the tenants. Uh, I do I do all the, um, the ads, you know, like more of that side. Um, I like to find deals. Most of the time yeah, I'm the that's... deal finder. Yeah. I... I run numbers, although we both run numbers. I think I feel like we're, we're both able to do all all areas. Of we it. both it's do just, discovery calls. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I, you know, we both enjoy yeah. speaking to to the agents and everything. But because Matthew um, Matthew's schedule allows him to be off during the week, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, it makes a big difference sometimes yeah. because he he has more time to um, yeah. to deal with you know the the insurance uh, person or whatever or you know people who work in an office yeah. from nine to five he's yeah. going to be the one um taking care of that for the most but, part but that said like i mean depending on the day like we may say our list of fire like our, our, our to-do list it, it may be you know get in touch with our broker or um mortgage broker call this agent touch base with this tenant like some days that's that's on me and other days esther's doing the exact same mm-hmm. thing but in terms of defined roles we don't have you know things that i do specifically and only i and esther has things that she does and only her we, Except putting backsplash on. I do the finishing touches sometimes, yeah. but uh, I choose but, it and then Matthew does it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I don't choose the kind of backsplash. So this is this is an interesting one. So I'm I'm actually colorblind or color deficient. Okay. So anything to do with like what type of flooring, what the colors, all that stuff, I, I leave it to, to Esther. Point me in the direction and I'll I'll install. Okay. <laughs> well, at least you guys won't fight about that role. No, yeah, we won't. There's no not fight about that. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it's a lot of pressure, yeah. but yeah. and that's it. Like there's 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 no confusion like whatsoever um, on where where we want to go and why we're doing it or anything like that. Like we don't seem like we never butt heads or anything. Yeah, like we're that. very it's, lucky it's, that way. Yeah. We like we're on the same page like completely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, some, once in a while we'll have little disagreements. I think that's normal. Yeah. But you know, we never had to convince the other yeah. to get into real estate or mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to do anything really. Yeah. Like it just flows. We yeah, like we yeah. have very similar personalities yeah. and mm-hmm. um, and we both respect each other like when it comes to like if we have to pull the plug on a on a deal like of course like you do have to walk away from from some deals right where the the numbers just don't work anymore um like we we never step on each other's toes like if you say listen i think this is a good stopping point with this one that's the way it goes right if we want to pull out of a deal like we we respect that and we're always careful to never play like the blame game you know it doesn't mm-hmm. matter whose fault it is yeah so, for example, earlier today, I completely ruined our brand. New, oh, yeah. I, I felt terrible, but I, I completely ruined our brand new patio set table that we bought at the end of yeah. last summer because I used a product. I was so excited to clean it. After <laughs> I used a product with bleach in it, and it's completely like it 
Just removed all the paint stuff. and Matt was so nice about it and I, I felt terrible and he was like it's okay babe it's beautiful you know, mistakes happen massive and black table yes you know that, that looks like a zebra expensive. now <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh no but yeah I, I, I took I spent the day setting up like because um I had a nice like stone patio outside and I mm -hmm. set it up have this big umbrella over it beside the barbecue and had it all I come, I come home over. and I just ruined the whole thing and but he never blamed me and I really appreciate that that <laughs> is that takes I don't know I don't know if I could do it my I mean I got <laughs> I, I had I had a mole I had to I had to push it down at the end of the day, it's a table. Yeah. It's not going to change it. life. That's what was going through right? my head. Right? No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But no. And you know, you know when you mess up, right? You already feel bad enough. <laughs> yes, yeah, I exactly. know. That's, that's very true. Yeah.